Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Fried fam, you know how much I love keeping it real and sharing true, deep, and dark stories about life and burnout. You also know, if you've been around for a while, that I have never had a quote-unquote real job because I've been an entrepreneur since the day I finished school. And entrepreneurship can be lonely. That's why if you're an entrepreneur or a creative like me, I want you to listen to the Who Made You the Boss podcast with Lindsay Epperly. With deep dives into imposter syndrome, honesty about bank accounts and life drama, and stories about the fallacy of balancing it all, Lindsay and Who Made You the Boss make the world of entrepreneurship more real, more connected, and less lonely. I recommend starting with episode three, all about slowing down for more impact. You can thank me later. Hey, Fried fans, are you ready to beat burnout for good? I want you to join our newsletter for top tips, resources, and, as per usual, a touch of humor delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, when you do that, you'll get our core values exercise, which is your secret weapon to kickstart your burnout recovery and then keep it away long term. Don't wait. Head to bit.ly forward slash core values freebie and start feeling better today. That link will also be in the show notes. Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried, the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and lived to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedonovanacupuncture.com. Hey, fried fans. We cannot even use the expression, it's been a year anymore, because it's been way longer than that. And now we are facing reopening, and we're not too sure about that either. We've had a chance over the past year and a half or so to reevaluate our values, spend some time only with those closest to us, and most of all, we've had, eh, sorry, COVID, as an excuse in our back pockets to get us out of, well, basically anything that we wanted to get out of. COVID, for some, went from being a massive burden 
to being a great way to create boundaries. That great, automatically acceptable boundary is about to suddenly go away. And from what I hear and see from you on calls and on social media, you are nervous about this re-entry. You're really worried about creating boundaries around the kind of life that you want to live. Sure, you want to let in a little more than during the pandemic, I mean most of you anyway, but you don't want to fill your calendar with so many obligations that you feel overwhelmed the way you did before the pandemic. So how do you keep the pieces of the pandemic that really worked for you and still have space for adding some community time, friendship time, and extended family time to your calendar? Here's how we do it. You start by getting really honest about your values. On my website, you'll find a free worksheet called Living According to Your Core Values. It'll be linked in the show notes so you don't have to go searching for it. This exercise should be done at the very least once a year, and most definitely when there is any major shift in your life, such as re-entering some sort of new normal after a pandemic, or when you get a new job, or when you leave a job. There's a million times that this is a necessary thing to do. When you are able, with clarity, to define your values, your decision-making process becomes easier, and then the language that you use to build your boundaries becomes clearer, and it becomes easier for you to say, easier for you to share, and easier for other people to accept and just move on from, which is great. For instance, say you've realized that one of your core values is family. You do the exercise, you come up with your three to five words, one of them is family, and when you compare pre-COVID to during COVID times, you notice that during COVID times, you were able to spend much more quality time with your family than before. In the Living Your Core Values exercise, when you narrow down a value, you'll also be asked to create an action statement out of that word. Now, I think that this is the missing trick to almost every values exercise that I see out there. A values exercise I didn't make up. This is a very common life coaching tool. This is something everybody uses, but I think that just coming up with three to five words is not exactly enough. Taking it one step further and creating action statements out of those words is what makes your values come alive to you. I think this is so, so important. So, Because if you say you chose family as one of your values, if you leave the value at just the word family, it doesn't necessarily act as a guide because, well, what does that mean? or What does it mean to you? So the best solution is to create an action statement out of your core value words. Here are three examples you could use with the word family. And these three examples might not even touch the thing that's really real for you. So you don't have to use these. I just want you to see how these things can be different. So the word family is your core value. Here's statement action statement number one. There should be some sort of verb in the statement, and it should be about the core value. So number one. Have one hour of free phone chatting with the whole family per day. So you want to have one hour of the day where nobody's looking at their phones and you can connect. Maybe it's during dinner, maybe it's not, maybe it's before bed, maybe it's while you're watching TV and chatting over TV. It doesn't matter what it looks like exactly, but that's what you need to have. Or number two, you decided that you really enjoy eating dinner with your family and you want to eat dinner together as a family five nights a week, no phones just an example, right? So when you know that that's the value, 
and that that's the action that's going to allow you to keep that value, it's really easy to make that action a priority. Here's another example. Choose one new family activity together to do every month. So maybe you're going to learn a new sport. Maybe you're going to plan an outing on a weekend. Maybe there's, and so you know that once a month you're going to get together and you're going to decide on something that you can all do together and it's going to be quality time. Great. So do you see how all three sentences center family as a value, but in very different ways? Pride fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. When you know exactly what it means to center your value, setting boundaries becomes easier. So for instance, if your statement was number two, eat dinner together as a family five nights a week, no phones, and you've already been asked to go out to dinner on Friday and Sunday nights, then somebody invites you out on a Tuesday. Your answer to this is really simple. My family and I eat dinner together five nights a week, and I've already planned two nights out this week, so Tuesday won't work for me. You can, at that point, add another suggestion. Maybe let's try next Tuesday or give a date in the future that will, be, that will work better for you. But this is a really simple boundary and one that follows all the rules of boundary making that I use in my one-on-one work with my clients. When boundaries are well stated, they are clear, kind, and concise. This is incredibly important. The next rule is, When boundaries are well stated, they avoid lies, thorns, and wiggle room. I'm going to explain this a little bit more. The above statement is clear. My family and I eat dinner together five nights a week. I've already planned two nights out this week, so I am not available to go out for dinner on Tuesday. It's not my priority. You don't have to say it's not my priority, but it's very clear in that statement that you're not going out for dinner on Tuesday and it's not because you think this person is a jerk or because it's because it doesn't match with your values, right? So the above statement is clear. There are no muddied waters. It's not, you know, well, maybe if I, if I talk to my husband, we usually do dinner together, but maybe this once, yeah, right? There are no muddied waters. There is no wiggle room. That sort of explanation that I just gave, like, well, maybe if I talk to and, and I'd really love to, but... Like, that's wiggle room. We don't do wiggle room and boundaries. It does not work, right? There's no wiggle room for discussion in the above statement. The rules and boundaries are a known and understandable entity. 
It's easy to uphold a boundary that everyone can understand because it's clear. It's also kind. There are no passive-aggressive thorns in this statement. There are no white lies to protect anyone's feelings. They're not necessary because the boundary is clear and kind, right? You don't have to add, oh, I'd really love to go on Tuesday. Like, no, you wouldn't because that doesn't match with your values and you don't have to want to go on Tuesday. That's okay. Plan another time. Like, we don't have to add these sort of words that we use to soften our boundaries that really what they do is create wiggle room and sometimes thorns because we get passive aggressive. You're like, well, I'm really busy and I don't know if you know, you know, but that's not helpful either. The other thing about this statement is it's super concise. It doesn't drag on. It's one sentence and it says everything it needs to say. So it follows all the rules. It is clear, kind, and concise and avoids lies, thorns, and wiggle room. You can write that down because these are like the best boundary rules you'll ever learn. So this week, I would love for you to do the core values worksheet, come up with your three to five core values action statements, write them down, and keep them where you can see them. The next time you're asked to go somewhere, do something, plan something, stay late at work, whatever it happens to be, run the ask through your core value statements and make a clear decision which you can clearly communicate using the above rules. Now, before you kill me, I know I'm making this sound easier than it is. You will still have emotions about putting up boundaries, of course. You might feel a little guilty. It might be uncomfortable to say these things out loud. You might be nervous about relationships. There's a whole host of things that can be really uncomfortable in boundary setting. I'm not here to pretend that that's not true. But the more you practice doing it this way and being sure that your boundaries are clear, kind, and concise the easier it becomes because you realize that it actually improves all of your relationships. No one's wondering if they're putting you out because you're not letting anybody put you out. You're not worrying if somebody's pushing you too far because you don't let people push you too far. The boundaries that you create speaking this way will make all of your relationships better if you give it enough time. And then you'll just be in a habit and it will be really easy to create boundaries this way so it makes everything in life much simpler. This is especially true if you are a service-based entrepreneur. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, I guarantee you have a ton of wiggle room in your emails that could really be dropped and it would save you a shit ton of energy and time. So I want you to try to create your action statements Try to run new decisions through those action statements. Do I want to add this thing to my life? Do I not? So that you can make a clear boundary. And if you feel brave enough and you want to make a post about the situation and the boundary that you decided to create, I want you to use the hashtag build better boundaries this week. And I will be watching it and I'll be ready to clear up any statements if they if I see thorns and lies and wiggle room. I will correct it and say, okay, well, you could say it this way instead. I'm, I swear to God, I'm ready to do this because I think it's really important. And I know that you've got this. This is one of the number one skills that you'll need to recover from burnout right now and prevent it from happening in the future. Now, off you go to build some better boundaries. See you on the social medias. Until next time.
Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Fried fam, you know how much I love keeping it real and sharing true, deep, and dark stories about life and burnout. You also know, if you've been around for a while, that I have never had a quote-unquote real job because I've been an entrepreneur since the day I finished school. And entrepreneurship can be lonely. That's why if you're an entrepreneur or a creative like me, I want you to listen to the Who Made You the Boss podcast with Lindsay Epperly. With deep dives into imposter syndrome, honesty about bank accounts and life drama, and stories about the fallacy of balancing it all, Lindsay and Who Made You the Boss make the world of entrepreneurship more real, more connected, and less lonely. I recommend starting with episode three, all about slowing down for more impact. You can thank me later. Hey, Fried fans, are you ready to beat burnout for good? I want you to join our newsletter for top tips, resources, and as per usual, a touch of humor delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, when you do that, you'll get our core values exercise, which is your secret weapon to kickstart your burnout recovery and then keep it away long term. Don't wait. Head to bit.ly forward slash core values freebie and start feeling better today. That link will also be in the show notes.